0: Will you pray with me? Oh God, may the words that I speak and the thoughts that we think be acceptable to you, for you are our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. I have to be honest, I struggled a lot with what to say today. Pastor Maggie named it last night, and I will name it again today. It has been a hard couple of weeks. Between weather events and the shooting at the Covenant School, between rallies at the state capitol and all of the political maneuvering going on inside, I'm not even going to get into the national politics. A friend of mine is a school guidance counselor, and as we were talking the other day, she said, Everything just feels heavy. Everything just feels heavy. You know, it might seem strange, but as I prayed this week about what I could possibly say in the midst of all this heaviness, the only thing that came to me was a line from a Christmas carol. I know, wrong season but it's been like an earworm going around my head for the last several days it's this line from a little town of bethlehem i'm sure you're familiar with it the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight Of course, that line refers to the birth of Jesus, what we sometimes call the Incarnation, when God became human, when love came down to earth and God began something new. The birth of Jesus was a joyful event, of course, with angels singing and shepherds worshiping. But that's a very different scene from where we find ourselves today. Today, we're not celebrating at a manger. Today, we're grieving at a cross. And yet, to me, that line seems appropriate today as well. The hopes and fears of all the years are met here, too. On this Good Friday, in the wake of tragedy, in the midst of suffering and loss and conflict and injustice, when everything feels heavy, what better place to bring all that we carry? Because Jesus knew tragedy. Jesus knew suffering and loss. Jesus knew conflict and injustice. That, after all, is the power of the incarnation that God knew, that God knows firsthand all it is that we carry. In her blessing for Good Friday, author Kate Bowler says, oh God, you chose to feel what we feel, to be spit upon, ridiculed, tortured, and to die all alone. In your outstretched arms of the cross, are you gathering to yourself every hideous thing, every failure, travesty, and wrong? She goes on to say, Blessed are we who say yes. Take this pain. Turn things right side up again. And so we bring it all our hopes and our fears, yes, but also our sorrow and our longing, our brokenness and our failures, our anger and our frustrations, all of it. This cross that holds Jesus, this cross that represents the worst of human brutality and vindictiveness, This cross that holds the heaviness of the world, this is also the place where Jesus' outstretched arms embrace us all. Some scholars point out that the Gospel of John tells the story of Jesus' death in a particular way. Its tone is different from the other Gospels. Jesus suffers, yes... But he's also choosing this suffering because he knows that it is in service of something greater. Throughout the passion narrative in John, we hear about fulfillment over and over again. Did you hear it as we read? This was done so that that would be fulfilled. Nearly everything that happens to Jesus, it seems, is a fulfillment of gospel promises. And then on the cross... Just before he dies, Jesus speaks his final words It is finished. He's talking about his life, of course. His life is finished. But he's also speaking in a broader sense Jesus has accomplished all that he came to do, he has finished the redemptive and reconciling work for which he came. He has embraced our sin and shame and offered us forgiveness and healing. He has embraced our humanity and made us children of God. He has embraced our tendency toward tribalism and polarization, and he has invited us to expand our understanding of family. In this expansive embrace on the cross, Jesus has shown us how to reach across difference and division, to reach around justice and oppression, and to reach out to all who suffer. Jesus has shown us the posture of love. After the shooting in Uvalde, Texas last year, Poet Amanda Gorman wrote a poem entitled, Hymn for the Hurting. It begins, everything hurts. Our hearts shadowed and strange, minds muddied and mute. We carry tragedy, terrifying and true. She goes on to lament that it's a hard time to be alive And it's even harder to stay that way. But she closes the hymn with these words May we not just grieve, but give. May we not just ache, but act. May our signed right to bear arms never blind our sight from shared harm. May we choose children over chaos. May another innocent life never be lost. And so it is that on the cross we are unburdened, but we are also beckoned. We are invited to lay down all that we carry so that Jesus can gather our heaviness and pain and turn it right side up again. But we are also invited to recognize that this love that came down to earth, this love that is hanging on the cross, this love that has embraced us, each of us, fully, this same love is calling us. Like Jesus, we too are called to embrace one another with forgiveness and grace to recognize our shared humanity and our common belovedness as children of God, to reach out and share that load with those who carry heavy burdens. So on this Good Friday, when the hopes and fears of all the years are met on that cross, may we too take up the posture of love. Amen.